What's up, guys? Today on the podcast, we are speaking to Pariti Digital. These guys are based out of Bray in North Wicklow, and they just opened a few months ago, and they're already flying. Um, they have a lot of experience in CRM, and they've got really, really big uh, ideas, really big vision for their business. It was exciting to be in a brand new office um, and that kind of startup, a startup vibe. So without further ado, I'm going to kick it over to the guys. Welcome to the DubSpot Partner Podcast, where we chat to HubSpot partners about how they deliver outstanding value to their customers in an evolving technology landscape. And now live from HubSpot EMEA HQ in Dublin, here's your host, Luke Curry. Welcome to another episode of DubSpot Partner Podcast. I'm here on location for the first time in Pareti Digital uh, with the two co-founders. Uh, we've got Diogo Rabello and Jeff Mobison. Did I did I nail that last? Nailed I never it. I never you said your last name it. out loud. Actually, I, I so. gotta admit, I was like, oh, is he gonna get it? Is yeah. he gonna get either one? So yeah. nice, <laughs> nice job. So you're very welcome here. I suppose I'm. I feel very welcome being in your the office here. It feels it feels like the early days of something big here. We're in we're in a, a small uh, Victorian holiday town in North Wicklow called Bray, and who knew that Bray would be the center of CRM sales uh, for for Europe? I think it's a I think it's a good move. What do you think? Uh, you know what we um, trust me. We we had the opportunity to do it wrong. I think we got this one right. You know, we we were in you know the center of Dublin. We saw the flash, the dash, the gorgeous buildings, and we uh, and we almost signed a deal to to put an office down there. And we finally you know kind of woke up and said, you know what, you know the on the way we, we, we started thinking to ourselves, you know, at the end of the day, we want to attract. We want a place that our people want to come, where our partners want to come, where our customers would have a good time. And so we figured being 150 meters away from the seashore, yeah. uh, where there are more pubs than technology companies, <laughs> was the precise place we should start a headquarters. Yeah, absolutely. I couldn't pick if I was going to pick a, a better place just to you know work and live because I actually live too, uh, not too far, about 10 minutes from here in the car, so I know Bray very very well. Uh, and Diogo, I know that you're you're the kind of the point man here in the Dublin office. Uh, you're running things, but. The, we went back, you know, two years ago when we were working at a, another partner that I was the kind of channel account manager there, and now you're out on your own. Uh, how's things going so far? Are you having a good time? Yeah, it's just been amazing. First of all, it, it was uh, very cool to get back and meet uh, old friends uh, from the industry. Uh, so we met Jeff many years ago, and it's great to be working with him and, uh, and, star and starting a project uh, with him. So it's been very uh, very rewarding let's yeah. call it this way uh, yeah so it's been very cool so far and and being working here in Bray is actually amazing because as you know <laughs> I also live very close for yeah. here so yeah yeah the, it had nothing to do with that yeah, yeah exactly our yeah. location pure our pure coincidence <laughs> one stop away yeah, yeah it had nothing to do with that no I think it's ground zero it's right across the road from the bowling alley you know it's got potential oh, what you know? else do you need I know it's pretty bowling, good yeah. bowling well, alley so many pubs and uh, literally a stagger away from like the uh the, 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 the railroad and line. The train yeah. station, the train station so when right you're there. wasted, you can go on the train back yeah. home. Yeah. You know? It's perfect. And so you guys, but this is an interesting kind of uh, take as well because this is the, the kind of the next generation of partners that are coming on board. Uh, you guys both came from, I guess, originally the, the uh, Sugar CRM kind of background, you know, 15, 20 years ago, I guess. How long ago do you think it was? So... So I'm 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 coming coming from the Salesforce world. That's the universe okay. that I'm I'm coming from. Okay. Um, I mean, but I think both Diogo and I, interestingly enough, as competitors, um, got our kind of really got our feet wet 
um, in the CRM world that w working with the platform Sugar CRM, right? Yeah. Fun open source platform, but yeah. yeah, but but more recently it's been it's been Salesforce where we've had where I had some pretty good success in the states, but HubSpot's looking like a little bit more of a more exciting greenfield, especially in Europe. Yeah, exactly. And with the just out of interest, like you know the the Sugar CRM when that was kind of getting going, what was the attraction there? Was it just because it's so flexible that you can do kind of anything? It's a your your imagination is kind of. But you can yeah, yeah, it's a good question. Um, I mean, I think uh, at at the time it was it was a it was a, a again the, the their entry into market was open source, right? Yeah. So we could always so really we could always say yes to a customer. Okay. I think over time, we realized that open source wasn't necessary to say yes to a customer. You just had to have a platform that was good, reliable, and scalable. Okay. Cool. And so now that you've come from the Salesforce world and you've had some success there, what's what's got you kind of interested in? Uh, I guess this is a, this is a question for both you guys. What's got you interested in uh, going all in on a, a HubSpot only kind of uh, consultancy that you're building? I got. I mean, I got. You know, this is the answer I've like rehearsed like eight thousand times. I mean, I'm actually <laughs> interested in your take on it now. Yeah, for, for me, you're living it. You I mean yeah, you're actually yeah, living it right now? There, there's different. Uh, there's different levels for these. You know, there is the the, the technology side uh, that there is a, there is an element in here, and I think yeah, you guys have the message. I think you're by by nature and by design a single platform, yeah. uh, and that for me makes a huge difference. Uh, I think even though uh, <coughs> there, is, there are some, uh, you know, you have to be honest, there are some features in some of the hubs that might not be as uh, powerful as uh, competitive solutions, but then though being a, a unique solution, playing on the same data model, uh, brings, brings like CRM into another level. And, and I think that's, that's one thing that excited me a lot. The speed of innovation, the, the like you guys are are quickly uh, filling the the gaps and, and sorting the problems that that would need to bring up spot to a enterprise level. Uh, so I think it's exciting from uh, from that point of view, and the, and also for for us as a, a seeing a, the growth of HubSpot and being working in the in the in this ecosystem before i thought there there uh, for me it's very obvious there is a huge opportunity for partners like us to like settle and expand you know yeah i think that's the expansion possibility i think is huge we've been talking about that I got, we got here but i think we got here about an hour ago we were just talking you know big picture here uh, as usual jeff that's the that's all of our conversations we've had so far. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, we got to make some money along the yeah. way too. But yeah. I mean, yeah. But yeah, I, I mean, and so I mean, I, I mean, everything Diogo just said is exactly right. I mean, I, I think um, it, it, you know, to uh, simplify it in a certain way, one is, um, you know, HubSpot with is clearly signaling to the market that they want to solve bigger problems. Okay. I mean, that's what I, you know, I think. You know, I've been in CRM for ever. I mean, since yeah. Siebel. So I'm, I'm, it's really somewhat pathetic, but it's like I've been, I've been there since actually CRM was coined, right? I'm okay. doing the work, not just, I'm not just talking about it. Actually writing code in the beginning and all that good stuff. What I will tell you is, is that, you know, you, you can trace back HubSpot's lineage in terms of what it was known for and the spaces that it typically played in. And when you thought of HubSpot, you know, you often thought of, of kind of tactical marketing execution and the B2B universe and you didn't really think about it 
outside of outside, there were some clear yellow lines within sure. which you thought HubSpot played. That has absolutely changed, totally changed in the last. I, it, you don't know more than me, but I certainly know the last three. As I was doing, you know, driving Salesforce Marketing Cloud uh, work, uh, you know, the, the the folks we kept hearing about. Um, you know that were kind of biting on some of the the, the mid level deals where it was HubSpot, and yeah. it was kind of weird. And I, I remember you know uh, kind of looking into it and saying, well, I thought HubSpot just did this one thing. Yeah. How the hell are they competing with Salesforce? You know, we got <laughs> Services Cloud, we got this Cloud, we got all yeah. the integration platform. But on the sudden, you look at, at HubSpot, and they've got Sales Hub, and it's credible, and they've got Service Hub, and it's it's you know it's got the DNA for a good services platform, right? Yeah. You know. Then there's this thing they're talking about called Operations Hub, and it's like, okay, so now they're starting to talk about bringing it all together. Oh, and yeah, the Marketing Hub actually is world class. Yeah. So now you look at all these different things, and and the we and then you combine it with the fact that now when you go to other large like third party platforms, I mean like no code platforms, like you know say like a, like an Out Systems or an integration platform like a Workado, it's like they know who HubSpot is. Yeah. They're in. They either are. Or want to work with them, and so so. Long story short, on that is, HubSpot's got a platform that, that actually can be used to tackle the the the, the these big digital CRM challenges. You know yeah. what I mean? And that's and that's that's just the that's the gateway to come in. And then of course, where it's positioned, HubSpot can has got an opportunity in a, in a in a marketplace that has been underserved for all eternity. Um, and, and in a market and I'll call it the, um, what I, what I typically, the markets I kind of am excited for HubSpot, uh, are, are what the world typically looks at as mid-sized companies yeah. or departmental enterprise. That's really where I think the, there's now opportunity, like literally yeah. it's good enough to win there. And so, and the beauty of it is the mid-sized companies and the, the enterprise departmental enterprises is that, you know, it's one of the positive, you know, unintended benefits that COVID has actually created for, for digital businesses like ours. Yeah. And that is those companies didn't want to spend. They were like, yeah, well, it's a little too much, uh, whatever. They weren't serious about it. If you want to operate on planet earth yeah. in 2021, yeah. you need a platform like HubSpot. It, I, I'm sorry. If you don't have one, you know, you're not, you're just not, you're a lifestyle business. Yeah. So good luck with that. So what's happening is that market, it's, it's always been there. It's always been underserved, but the difference now is that people are knocking on doors looking for people like HubSpot and invariably they need people like us to kind of help make sense of a change. hundred percent. I, I couldn't agree with more with everything you said there. And it, it does, it, 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 the, the time where you could have at different departments using different uh, different tools or just because they the person who's owning that prefers this one or whatever there has to be some sort of unification of uh, uh business processes especially now because you could be have somebody working in bray somebody working in the netherlands someone you know anyone that's be, normal that's normal, it's normal now. everywhere now I yeah mean, that's the same situation in south africa or thailand or, or brazil or or, or united states it's yeah same thing yeah. So, yeah. so it's the the opportunity here is huge, and it's interesting because I speak to a lot of uh, partners, and they have been there's kind of there's, there's two ways of looking at uh, either advantages or disadvantages. One is that we've got a whole host of partners who've been in the HubSpot game for a long time. They've got good brand uh, recognition in the space and all that type of stuff. Um, they've done great work for us over the years, uh, and are 
very happy customer base, all that type of stuff. Um, they had to make a decision when we changed our direction where they say we either change with HubSpot and you know get the capabilities to go platform based uh, or we're just gonna, we know what we're good at. We're good at the marketing agency piece. That's where it's, it's marketing retainers. That's where we make our money. And we're gonna kind of stick there. Um, and so that in one way, being entrenched for 10 years as a HubSpot partner, there's obvious, obvious benefits there. But I think there might be benefits for new players to come in with a fresh slate, platform focus, services based around a platform play. Um, I think there's a huge opportunity there. Yeah, that's, that's what's really <laughs> hoping anyway. It's like, wait, can, I, can you send me the recording of what you just said so that I can put that on my website? So that, that's, yeah. yeah, I mean, that's, yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. <laughs> Good talk. Yeah. Good talk, Luke. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty much we all. We got to nothing else to add to that. That's, I mean, I, I mean yeah. look, man, I mean, you, you nailed it. I mean, that's really, um, you know, change doesn't just nat- kind of happen. Look, you want to make a change in your life and your business and your organization, it's going to take some work, right? Yeah. And, yeah. Our, and, and kind of what we needed to be positioned to do is when when customers pick the HubSpot platform. Um, well, first of all, part of our job is to, our job number one for us is to make sure that the customer picks the HubSpot platform. <laughs> yeah, that is the job that. number one, right? But I think that um, in terms of what we bring to the table in that process and ultimately on a, um, uh, going forward from that point is to help them understand exactly how to leverage it and not in one way, not just from a marketing perspective, not from a campaign perspective, but from a sales process perspective, from a service perspective, from an integration perspective when it comes to integrating to their, their web and uh, web assets, social artifacts, all that good stuff, all the way to their accounting systems and the boring, you know, debits and credits of the world. I mean, that's, yeah. <laughs> that's what it takes now. I mean, you yeah. got to have, it's all, it's, and it's not even as simple as things like one version of the truth. It's just you, at the very least, systems need to be at least consistent so that when you engage with customers you have a chance of like you know keeping them so yeah absolutely and it's an interesting way to look at it as well because i was in direct sales and hubspot for a long time and the one of the my pet peeves was that i would do what i would think of as a good job at selling them hubspot again like you said that but that was my job to make sure that they were happy customers of hubspot right that's our that's what we get paid to do. Um, so I would do that, and then we'd work our install base. I'd go back to some customers that I know were a good fit for what we were trying to pro- uh, provide, and then I'd you know look at their their stats on usage and stuff like that, and they wouldn't be getting half of the value out that I thought that they would, right? right. Just because there wasn't the guidance there. Um, they w- did a lot of the stuff in-house. Maybe someone left who had bought it, and then yeah. who's going to run it then? So there is a, I think there's definitely a, a benefit of having a third party to... Have a look at that. Now you're saying that it reminds me of a conversation I was having with Jeff uh, yesterday about, uh, you know, having a blog on, 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 your, on, your, on your website. So yeah. it's something that like, you see along lots of companies that it, when it's launched, it's amazing. Yeah. Everyone is on top of it. Yeah. And then after a few, after, like after being live, you know, the cadence of new content start, starts to, <laughs> to drop and, 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 and it's very frequent to see blogs with <laughs> posts one year. Uh, like eight one eight year posts now. within one week, five and years yeah. ago. Yeah. <laughs> five years. I think yeah. the CRM uh, uh, might have a, a very similar uh, uh, effect on organizations. You know, when, it's, uh, when it lands, there is that excitement. All, yeah. all the stakeholders are involved. And then 
probably then the project goes uh, live and there's not a governance. There's not, uh, you know, uh, an element of continuing the, these enthusiasm so people, you know, keep centered and probably people start to drop out, you know, and s losing the, the, the motivation. I don't know. <laughs> no, I, it's, I think it's a difference between like, you know, you know, it's like you got a house. I mean, water versus internet, right? I mean, yeah, you need water. You got to have water, right? Yeah. But internet allows you to to amp to do a lot more things, right? And I think that, you know, sometimes it's like we have to remind customers. And these customers are buying in HubSpot a platform that can really do a lot of good. And I think that, um, I mean, this is that, and this is part of the challenge that we see, right? As HubSpot works its way into larger customers, into that real mid market and department departmental enterprise, is. I mean, this is going to be a challenge, right? Because what will happen is you'll ha as HubSpot will have bigger opportunities, larger deals. I mean, I, I had a call, I was talking to some reps like on a couple of weeks back, and I was, look, I've seen the platform. I've seen a lot of platforms. HubSpot's ready right now to go out and be selling 150, 200,000 annual, you know, uh, deals. I yeah. mean, that's not like we'll get there. No, that yeah. that, that the, the the platform's ready today. The only question is how we approach selling and how when customers buy those spent make those kind of investments how do they do that and, and, and i think this is where say pretty has actually a, a pretty good advantage i can't believe i just said that pretty good i like it uh, that might no, be the title like of this podcast it, I, love it, cool. I love it and i hate it at the same time but we're going to be which means we're definitely going to yeah. use it a lot yeah. more yeah um it's, it's but i think good. the advantage we come in with is that um you know we, i come from a world as a Salesforce partner where, you know, it's kind of natural to, to kind of think about the whole thing. But I also come at it having lived in a world of sugar CRM where, you know, there's a uh, smaller deals where kind of the appetite to get the software deal closed is very high. And I totally empathize with that kind of thinking. And HubSpot's clearly like in that continuum somewhere and trying to kind of move up and to the right. Yeah. And so part of what we need to do is be patient, just close. Like if you look at what we're doing, we're just we're closing deals. Right. But yeah. at the same time, you know, part of our responsibility as a good partner is to say, look, at times we're going to have to take a breath and be willing to kind of like expand the expand the opportunity a little bit here and and yeah. uh, you know what if we if we just breathe a bit we can make this we can make this more than marketing hub if we breathe yeah. we can make it marketing hub and sales hub and actually start getting them to think about operations hub and how that'll be played out in the future and and then all of a sudden as opposed to like you know you get one nice you know 1000 euro MRR deal you've got you've got you know four times the size and it's yeah. and it's the MRR grows every few quarters because they're adding people to it and they're adding hubs yeah. and they're adding users and it's that's the deal that's yeah. what what we're in it for those are actually and in that case it's like the cost of like revenue for you guys and for and for us is like zero because it's yeah. like if you help them envision it they're gonna be damn it, I want to use this hub now. And yeah. damn it, like, when are you consultants going to be ready to help me? And that's, you know, how about that, right? Yeah. We're not, it's like not a lead, lead, it's not a lead gen demand gen issue anymore. It's like, do we have yeah. time to like, to, to sell more? Yeah, 100%. And I think what you're talking about there is like the value pie, how you take a slice of the yeah. whole thing. And I, I really saw this uh, in a, the IDC report that came out about HubSpot. I, it, they visualized that in a pie of where all of the, 
the kind of revenue is going to come from from yeah. partners and HubSpot and everything like that. And I mean, software is a good chunk, but it is only a chunk. And remembering that for everybody, everyone's going to win, um, especially when you're talking about selling individual uh, hubs. There's only right. there's I think when we were and uh, not not to be hard on HubSpot, but when I was a uh, when I was a sales rep when we had a marketing hub and marketing hub was great and we basically when i started that's what we were selling and then we'd sell a sales starter that was our first uh crm product yeah and our our whole thing was kind of land and expand get them using it and then it will get better over time kind right, of thing, right, right? right but now that it's kind of a, it's a more baked product and it's it can solve a lot more problems um that type of you know selling and hope hopefully it sticks and with no kind of long-term plan i think is probably behind us and we're growing up a little bit around that. You know? Yeah, I, I, I would agree. land and expand is absolutely legit, but you know, I mean, it comes down to we have to help the customers do their visioning early. I yeah. mean, that's really what it comes down to. Is that we, is that, um, and and we and I think we part of the 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 the, the, um, the balance is kind of wetting the customer's appetite for that process wetting their appetite to talk about okay so we're we have a we have a, a mark a demand generation challenge that we want to tackle with the hubspot platform yeah. right okay so and they want it and it's five alarm fire they want to get that done they want to buy it let's get it let's roll it out boom right okay well so we got to do that but while we're doing that we have to be putting we have to be almost insisting with the customer look okay let's tell you what's going to happen though if you're successful if you're actually successful in driving demand generation here, you know, how confident are you in your sales process? Yeah. Right? I mean, how confident are you when you actually get something sold that your service is going to be it's going to be meaningful? And how confident are you that 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 you can use the products of your sales process and your service process, drive it back into your marketing process and then get that upsell and that cross sell that like that you, you you're talking about. And of course, I had this conversation with a customer like, yeah, of course, yeah. of course. <laughs> yeah. My point is that we have to have that conversation, right? Yeah. And we have to close the deal while having that conversation. And if you if you do both, then then land expand works. Yeah. You know? So that's part of what we're wrestling with today. How do we do that? You yeah. know, that's the deal. That that kind of visioning process is something that's really important as well. And maybe something that we could dive a bit deeper in, in the in the HubSpot organization because it just reminded me of a friend of mine who's doing great in his business. He started about three three years ago, well, two and a half years ago, and he's going to reach a million for the first time in revenue after nice. two years. That's a nice start, right? And now he's got to a point where he's only ever thought about a million. Now he wants to go to 10 million, and he's like, there's no way, I don't have anything in place to make that happen. <laughs> so he's looking now for you know uh, different investors and stuff that have done that in the past and can kind of build a little bit of that sort of visioning around what that has to look like to make that work you know uh, because I think the the first million is, and I know from it's it's a lot of that, that, hustling to get there you know yeah, yeah, the million, yeah. you get to a million it's, it's hard but can be done and structured well you can be you can get to a million being a hero yeah yeah. Exactly. Like, I think, you can't, you yeah. can't get to ten million in our line of business yeah. being a hero. Yeah. You can't yeah. do it. You can't do it. And no. and 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 I, and I think that's where where for instance my background. I I, I had my own company in Portugal, and uh, and then we reached four or five million uh, uh, global revenue. And 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 seeing this guy <laughs> built built a much bigger organization, like I I now by learning and speaking with him. 
I think I'm, I'm actually learning and looking back and seeing everything, like everything, <laughs> like where I failed in the past or where I could have done better, where where things uh, went wrong. And I think having the experience of doing something right at a, 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 a larger scale yeah. makes all the difference. And and that's 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 what experience is. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's pretty, you know. Yeah, it's <laughs> beautiful. <man. laughs> Unbelievable! This is a freaking commercial. Yeah. We're like yeah. naturals at this yeah. stuff. I know. Experience matters, dude. Yeah, sure. You guys aren't a marketing agency. This is, yeah. you know, <laughs> but uh, we're hiring. We're hiring. Yeah. We have, no. That's yeah. actually not a joke. I'll turn yeah. this into an advertising campaign for. We are absolutely looking for marketing consultants and CRM consultants, and we're hiring from all the big names and many of the small ones. If you're talented, come talk to us. Find yeah. us online. Yeah, link <laughs> in the description. Uh, no, yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, it's so pathetic. But uh, I just no. do it anyway. I just think it's so funny as well because we. I, I love to sit around with uh, you know ambitious guys as well and talk about we're talking about five and we're talking about ten and you know this is what it, what it takes to get there and we're sitting in an office that just got going you yeah. know what i mean like this is where it starts yeah, we're double uh, it's like i'm not we're not 100 days old yeah. but we're like you know we're, we're basically at, we're, we're 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 some we're some we're some two digit digit number and we're we're kind of knocking on the platinum door you know and and we'll we'll burst through that door and a couple others i have no doubt pretty quickly so um i'm sure things will look pretty differently and next time you're here Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Not even like next month, next yeah. no, next time you walk in the door here, it, it'll I'm sure it'll look different. Um, what do you guys think five years out? Is this going to be Bray going to be the center of the the universe or HubSpot? Or is it going to be I, you know? What do you think is going to be Ground Zero still? If you are a betting man, so uh, you mean for us or for HubSpot? You mean for us? Yeah, like, for you guys. Oh yeah, I mean yeah. this is um, I I mean in five years, I mean uh, I. <sighs> I can't see anything five years out. Five years in this world, but but three years out. Okay. Um, so three years is your kind of. Oh that's man. the okay. horizon. I'm, now I'm gonna sound like okay. So I I just gotta engage ugly American mode here. Go for right. it. So we're gonna be your biggest partner glo- uh, in Europe. I don't think there's any question about it in my mind. Um, uh, you know, and and I, I'm I'm a rising kind of like you know rising tides kind of person. Yeah. I mean, I don't see a lot of partners that. Um, look, a lot of us are having the same conversation, but the difference is I think Diogo and I have done it. Um, we've done it with multiple platforms. Uh, we think HubSpot is the finest platform we've ever worked with. It's kind of perfect for the markets that we think are needed the most. And, and I think unless we just totally screw it up, um, and we keep hiring really, really talented people, um, you know, trying to make, you know, look, our number one customer, look, I'll just flat out. Our number one customer is HubSpot. Yeah. Right, so that's my philosophy. You want to talk about secret sauce? That's the secret sauce to to kind of working with a partner, right? Is, yeah, w- we love our customers tactically. We have to we have to please them to get revenue. Yeah. But ultimately, we're going to continue to invest in the relationship with HubSpot. We do that. We do that well. Uh, um, uh, you know, I feel that we've got to, we should be number one in three years. Wow. And um, and then I think in terms of where we go from there, I mean, I'll, frankly, I'm m- more excited to hear what happens with HubSpot. I mean, look at the last year and a half and what you guys have done. And I mean, for if if you know, I can't wait to figure out where you want to go next or how much deeper you want to go into platforms and things of that nature. And so I think if you know, we do our job, hold on for dear life, you yeah. know, and and look for ways to innovate, we'll be fine. I think uh, I, I just had this vision as well, three three years from now, you guys being the, the biggest partner in Europe, and you were right across the, the road from a very famous football team. 
around here. They're called Bray Wanderers across the way. And I think <laughs> I can see Pariti Digital on their jerseys, maybe maybe supporting local. I, I think Eagle I, Law played there. Oh, really? Yes. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's you know, pretty cool. That's, that's getting involved with the community, that, uh, you know? On the jersey, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, guys, I wish you all the best of luck. Thanks very much for having a chat with us today. And uh, I'm actually glad because there was a... Uh, a, a, some sort of road cleaning device outside that seems to quiet down so I think we've got some good content <laughs> here so best of luck and uh, thanks for coming on the podcast okay cheers you bet, thank you, you bet. take care